This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 6th of May. Justin, Alibaba shares tanked more than 9%. We're talking $26 billion (laughs) wiped from its value. Why, you ask, my friend? Well, Chinese state media reported that someone with the last name Ma was detained. Later turned out that it wasn't the real Jack Ma. (laughs) And shortly after, the stocks rebounded. Talk about a roller coaster. That was a real journey, B-Man. Send, one of Australia's new grocery delivery startups that promised to deliver your groceries within 10 minutes has collapsed oh, no. less than 12 months since it was founded. It's kind of ironic, Brett. We were just talking about them in the office the other day. <laughs> Am I the kiss of death? Ooh, Justin, three stable stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Qantas is opening its coffers to buy a company named Alliance Aviation for over $600 million, Ooh. and it's all part of Quanti's plan to bolster its regional link offerings. Back in the headlines for the second time this week, B-Man. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. So we know that things have been rather old tough at Quanti. So much so that they actually sold $800 million worth of land near Sydney Airport to pay down some of their cray-cray debt. But things are finally looking good again for Qantas. So now, of course, they're on the acquisition train. <laughs> yeah, Qantas is about to buy a charter flight operator called Alliance Aviation for $614 million. Now that number is around the same as about four and a half Airbus A320. <laughs> FYI, Brett, Qantas already had a 20% shareholding in the company. But Justin, there will be no dollar switching hands because it's an all-script deal. And that means Qantas is now issuing new shares worth $614 million to fund the purchase. Interesting. So what is the key learning here? Share dilution is when a company issues additional shares, sometimes to fund an acquisition. Now, while that can be seen as a good thing for companies' long-term growth Mm -hmm. prospects, it can reduce the value of existing investors' shares. Let's say a company has 100 shares, Brett, and you own 50 of them. I'm following so far. If that company then chooses to issue 50 new shares, there are now 150 shares in the business. And it means that instead of owning 50% of the company, Mm -hmm. I now own just 33%. That, my friend, is share dilution. It reduces your proportional ownership of a company that you've invested in. So for existing shareholders, it may not be too much to celebrate, at least in the short term. But the hope is that Qantas's performance and their share price will increase so much from this regional acquisition that it'll all be worth it. For our second story, NAB is popping the champagne after announcing its earnings are up more than 4%, with the fastest growth in business lending since Wait for it, the 2008 GFC. Don't mention that one, B-Man. Let the good times roll for NAB, though. What is the story? (laughs) So NAB is one of Australia's big four banks, Mm -hmm. but they have been on the naughty list lately, Justin. Yep, there were allegations that staff reported excessive workloads. There was the non-compliance with anti-money laundering laws. But finally, for some good news, NAB reported cash earnings up 4.1% compared to the prior six-month period. In fact, they earned $3.48 billion for the six months to March 31st. And it could be just the beginning of more profitable times thanks to rising interest rates. So what is the key learning here? When it comes to rising interest rates, there are losers Mm -hmm. and then there are winners. For example, homeowners with variable home loans are generally considered losers because their monthly repayments go up. But one real massive gigantic winner, Mm -hmm. that would be banks. Talk me through this one, B-Man. Well, here's how it works. Banks lend out money to customers looking to take out a loan, Mm -hmm. whether it's for a car or a home or a credit card. And to fund these, they get money from people like you and me who deposit money in the bank. So the bank borrows money from me Mm -hmm. and lends that money to you. Exactly. But here's the trick, B-Man, because the bank has increased my lending rate by 0.25%, but they haven't passed on the full 0.25% to you. So they're essentially making money on each dollar each time we have an interest rate change. Mm. For our third and final story, the US Federal Reserve, which is the American version of our RBA, has increased interest rates by half a percent. The biggest interest rate increase since the year 2000. Ah, Interest rates again, Justin. Surely we can talk about (laughs) something else. 
else. What's happening here? Okay, so we know that the Reserve Bank of Australia increased the official cash rate the other day, but now our friends in the US have followed suit. Always following us, the US, <laughs> major copycats. The US Federal Reserve sets the US's monetary policy and they've just unleashed a very aggressive policy. I would say more aggressive than Kylie Jenner's baseball cat <laughs> at the Met Gala, am you I right? You know your pop culture, P-Man. Mm-hmm. And they've increased the benchmark rate by 0.5%, which is double what the RBA did. It's the biggest interest rate hike since bye-bye-bye topped the charts in 2000. I'm on fire. So what's the key learning here? When central banks set a new cash rate or a federal funds rate in the US, Mm -hmm. it can have a ripple effect across the economy and stock markets. As we've seen over the last couple of years, central banks will manipulate the cash rate in order to control inflation. Yep, by increasing rates, the cost of borrowing money becomes more expensive. So people are less likely to take out loans and less likely to spend their cash. And vice versa when rates are decreased. And B-Man, while this affects the whole economy, sometimes it can take up to 12 months to be seen. But the stock market, that reacts pretty much immediately. Yep, the S&P 500, which is basically a major share market index in the US, Mm -hmm. that closed 3% higher. And even the tech-heavy Nasdaq jumped a huge 3.2%. So generally speaking, when rates go down, the stock market goes up. And when rates rise, the stock market goes down. So this result was not expected, (laughs) but it may just be instilling a little confidence in investors, strangely enough. Very strange. Flux fam, did you know that your credit score updates every month based on all your loan repayments? So if you want to check out what you've paid, what you might have missed, head over to the Flux app because we update your credit score every single month for you. It's free and will literally take you a few seconds. And make sure you're across your credit score before your bank or lender is. Thanks for listening. It's completely boiling in here and we'll see you (laughs) on Monday.